0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 25th of January. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off in our usual style with the scores on the doors today. Dow Jones eking out a small gain, 104 points up or 0.31%, 33,734, had a high of 153 up and a low of 319 down, a little bit of nerves creeping in to the US market. NASDAQ fell 30 points or 0.3 of a percent to 11,334, and the SP 500 was down a modicum, down three points or 0.07 percent, a 007. A James Bond, 4017. The VIX index still on the nose a little bit, down 2.1 percent, 19. Point 0.3, the Aussie ASX 200 SPY futures down 10 points or 0.13%. So looks as if we could be taking a smidgling of a break today. However, Microsoft numbers came in after hours and beat expectations. They're currently up 3.8% in after-hours trade. So that is going to help uh, the Nasdaq and Dow futures market, which will probably help our markets to some extent as well over in Europe nothing shaking but the trees really stock 600 down 0.2 of a percent footsie down 0.4 germany a 007 as well down 10 points and france up 0.3 spain up 0.2 but nobody really cares about the spanish market let's face it bond yields in the us down six and a half basis points 3.458 two years 4.212 And the Aussie 10 years, 3.394, down 7.6 basis points. The Aussie dollar going like a train at the moment. A little bit more on that today in Henry's take on the Aussie dollar and why it is so strong. Probably a good time to go on holidays overseas at the moment. 70.42 for the Aussie dollar. The Bitcoin still hovering around 23,000. US dollar index came off 0.2 of a percent. Looking at some of the US stocks in trade last night, we had Apple up 1%, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, pretty much unchanged. Google down 2.1%, Microsoft was down 0.2% in normal trade, but as I say, was up 3.85% as we speak. Texas Instruments also, after hours, reporting up half a percent as well. Tesla was up 0.1%, Amazon down 1.2%. J.P. Morgan slightly better at 0.9 percent better. Citigroup though down 1.1. Goldman Sachs down 0.2. Bank of America up 0.7. A bit of higgledy pigglediness in the U.S. Uh, financials at the moment. And Wells Fargo down 1.3. Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 1.1 percent. So maybe a little bit of uh, buy now pay later uh, selling will hit the market today in the likes of Zip again and Sezzle. Of course, SQ22. In the commodity markets last night, well, uh, Brent crude fell 2.2 percent, dollar 95, uh, 8614. The dream run is over. WTI was down three little ducks, 2.22 percent, Down 1.8 dollars, a dollar eighty, seventy nine, seventy six. Gold price sneaking ever higher, up another six dollars, point three of a percent, nineteen thirty seven point four. Of course this is the year when the US debt ceiling or well, the US debt ceiling has actually already been breached maybe that's one of the reasons why the gold price is edging higher and the US dollar index which was down 0.2 percent is edging that little bit lower platinum also having a good time at 1.2 percent silver up 0.8 of a percent as well in the metals market copper down 0.4 nickel bouncing around still up 2.5% aluminium up 03 zinc down 0.06% lead having a very good day no sinking there for that one 3.6% better and tonne up 1.6% uh, iron ore of course pretty much uh, steady given the lunar new year uh, in Asia at the moment BHP and ADR terms was up 0.6% Rio up 0.3% Freeport, McMoran down 0.8, Alcoa up 2.2, Tech up 0.7, Anglo down 0.2, Glencore down 2.2, Vale up 2.2, and Albemarle lithium they're up 1.5% there. So we may see continued strength in those lithium stocks as well. So Microsoft earnings very much in focus after hours in the US. Uh, they did beat on estimates. Uh, they were. Earnings per share reached $2.32, expected $2.29. They're focusing on operational excellence as they are continuing to invest to drive growth. The cloud revenue was up 22%, $27.1 billion year over year. Customer offerings continuing to drive value for our customers. We also get Tesla out tomorrow, so that's going to be interesting there. Uh, Barclays, they are talking about the US debt ceiling, calling it a slow burn not a big bang. Uh, They say the implicit assumption is that this will not turn out to be a material economic event for the country. But they have written a what if scenario. The US market last night though had an interesting open and there was an awful lot of volatility on the open with their match out. There did seem to be a glitch in the matrix there. And a lot of trades on the open with this extreme volatility, they saw some 25% from bottom to top, and these weren't little stocks, um, have been cancelled. They will be declared null and void due to this trading glitch. In economic news coming out of the US, business activity has slowed reminiscent of the financial crisis, the S&P says. Manufacturing and services activity slowed again in January as signs of a looming recession build. Flash readings, not so flash readings, for the S&P Global, released yesterday or in the US on Tuesday, uh, showed the Services Purchases Managers Index at PMI registered 44, 46.6, which was up from 44.7, but still in contraction. The manufacturing reading was 46.8, up 0.6, readings below 50, not good. Um, as far as... Uh, Some of the talking heads go Jeremy Grantham, who has been around for an awful long time. He's 84 years old. He has said the popping of the bubble in U.S. stocks is far from over and investors shouldn't get too excited about the strong start to the year for the market. I know I've been quite excited about the strong start to the year. I don't know about you, but Jeremy Grantham at 84, obviously not quite so excited. Um, He is predicting the S&P 500 at the end of the year should be about 3,200. Anyway, we'll see who's right. Today, in local news, of course, we do have the biggie, CPI, tips to reach 7.5%, trimmed mean, which is what the RBA supposedly looks at in far more detail, 6.5%. Now, this is a quarter-on-quarter annual inflation take, so this has probably got more meaning than the new month-on-month ones, but certainly uh, this is going to be... The key to our market today, of course, we do have the Federal Reserve, not the Federal Reserve. Well, we do have the Federal Reserve meeting looming. But more importantly for our market, of course, we have the RBA meeting as well. First Tuesday of the month. So uh, we will see what happens. But 7.5 is the number to look for. The core at 6.5% is the number to look for there. The Aussie dollar continues to push higher. Now it's erased all its losses from 2022. Why is the Aussie dollar going so well? As I say, more on that in Henry's take today. Big move yesterday from Breville Group, BRG, doing very well. There's a big short position in this one. And we did see a big, big move higher. Meyer, of course, yesterday having a big move higher as well. And this uh, is another uh, high street retailer, I guess, JB Hi-Fi and Super Cheap as well adding to the fact that the retail shopper their death has been well and truly exaggerated as Mark Twain would say but uh, certainly Maya numbers the best they've been uh, since 2004 I think was the, uh, was the official uh, word from the company but uh, we also saw Breville which of course is tied up with Soliloo as well uh, there are some broker upgrades coming through for uh, Maya, obviously and uh, there's one or two analysts talking about Breville, and as a result, some of those shorts uh, were rushing to close yesterday. So, just in case. In broken news out this morning, uh, Mineral Resources has uh, continued to refute speculation around a spin off of its US lithium assets. Mineral Resources hit an all time high yesterday, and many on, in the industry, especially in uh, Broking and Perth, are looking for a big deal. One of those big deals they could do is that uh, they spin off their U.S. lithium assets. In broker research, CBA downgraded to underweight from neutral at Jardins. JP Morgan has upgraded Monodelphus MND but downgraded Downer. IPH has been initiated overweight at Morgan Stanley. And Telstra, the tech in Acardi, has been upgraded to outperform from neutral at Macquarie. Red 5 downgraded to hold from speculative buy at Canacourt Genuity. And the Brookfield Consortium is still conducting due diligence on Origin Energy, despite the fact that the exclusivity period has finished. In other news today, WiseTech Global is acquiring Envas Technologies for $230 million in cash and shares. Remelius Resources has reported Q2 Gold production 56,756 ounces, an all-in sustaining cost of 2,153 Aussie. And we have also seen uh, Westgold has reported Q2 Gold production, 62,180 ounces, an all-in sustaining cost of 2,071. And we have also seen Aluka reporting Q4 Zirconian production, 157,000 tons, which is slightly better than consensus of 155. Uh plenty of other numbers dropping as well early this morning. St. Barbara has reported gold production for the quarter, second quarter, 60,976 ounces, a 2.666 Aussie dollars an ounce, which does seem quite high, but anyway. Mineral Resources has reported Q2 Mining Services production volume 70.70 uh, million tonnes, Street was looking for 68.5 so good news from some of these quarterlies well that's it from me today question of the day today this was prompted by a live wire thing i did yesterday and which will be out soon if you had to start your portfolio from scratch what three stocks would be in that portfolio that's it have a great day and as always may the trading gods be with you